This is the Teammates Mentoring Hour, coming at you live from the Koppel Chevrolet GMC studio and online at theticketfm.com. Welcome in. It's the Teammates Mentoring Hour on 93.7 The Ticket, theticketfm.com. Nick Sainert hanging out with you guys tonight while everybody else is at Mary Ellen's Food for the Soul. So make sure you guys head over there, enjoy some good old southern barbecue. I'm, I'm going to make my way over there after the show today, but um, got, definitely am looking forward to talking to three members of Teammates. And as always, you guys know the drill, 402 402- 464-5685, the Honda Lincoln Hotline, the Sarder Hammond Text Line. Both those open for you guys the entire show today, as well as the Sarder Hammond Jewelers video stream. So Facebook, YouTube, Twitch, Twitter. Now, if you have any questions, any comments, any concerns, any thoughts about possibly becoming a mentor yourself, any questions about teammates, what they're about, that's what the text line, that's what the Honda of Lincoln hotline is for. Once again, that phone number, 402-464-5685. Now, we have three guests with this in the studio with me today. We have Emily, Ron, and Tanner. Hello, guys. How's it going? Great. All right, cool. Awesome. We're all, we're all talking loud. This is awesome. We're into the microphone. This is perfect. All right, so first off, I, I guess I, I want to get into um, what you guys do at Teammates. So meet, meet you guys, okay? So... Um, Emily, we'll first start with you. I, I know you're you're pretty involved. You have been since I think 2015, is I what I read. So tell the listeners kind of about yourself and what you do for teammates. Yeah, I am a community outreach specialist for teammates. I work um, in the office for the Lincoln chapter of teammates, um, and I do a lot of marketing and recruiting, um, and just trying to get the word out about this awesome program. I guess why why teammates? Why did you get involved? I have a heart for kids. Um, My career has been super varied. I started in the entertainment industry, but the thing that I see as the through line is that I consider myself a storyteller. Um, And I love telling the stories of our matches and the stories of the growth that we see both among our mentors and our mentees because of the relationships that they form. And so I love... um, working for some place that is really mission driven Mm -hmm. and has real really strong roots in this community i guess talk about i mean when when you when you talk to somebody whether it's whether it's the other two guests tanner and ron that we have in the in the studio or or anybody whether you're telling somebody about teammates for the first time what kind of uh, reception is there from from the community when when you kind of explain teammates how how is it perceived in the community Really, really warmly. Um, Most people who live in Lincoln sort of have an awareness of teammates. We have been Mm -hmm. around for over 30 years. And so I often get, oh, isn't that the the program that the Osborne started? Exactly. Yeah, yeah, it is. And then I explain a little bit about what we do, that we're um, having volunteer mentors meet at school with young people once a week for about one class period and just growing a relationship. There's Mm -hmm. not a curriculum. There's not not expectations around that meeting. The mentor is just there to be a non judgmental adult friend to support a young person yeah. um and i 
have never had anybody find any fault with that. You know, the, every, yeah. every young person deserves a mentor. There's not a young person out there who couldn't benefit from the friendship of an additional caring adult. Heck, I could benefit from the friendship exactly. of an additional caring adult. I was, I was, I was sitting here th- listening to you. I'm like, <laughs> I could use that. Yeah, you know, I, I, I got, I'm in college right now. I'm 21 years old. I could probably use some, some, some good advice in my own life. Uh, all right, so Tanner, we'll go to you next. Um, SCO Middle School, right? And so uh, tell us about yourself, what you do there, and then then why you got involved at Teammates. Of course. So uh, at SCO Middle School, I'm a part of the administration team. And a part of that, my main title is instructional coordinator. And what I do for Teammates is throughout my day, I get the pleasure of meeting with mentees and mentors and building those relationships at the beginning, Mm -hmm. middle, and sometimes the end. And so my opportunity is to listen to mentees and kind of receive from teachers what they're looking for for students and mentees to make sure that they can be successful in the future or look for ways that they can get a connection to school. Mm -hmm. And so my opportunity is that I get recommendations from teachers and staff that share some great information about students and mentees. And with that information, I'm able to reach out to our match specialists and they're able to send some mentors my way where then I reach out to the mentors and keep them connected to SCO. And when we make those connections, we bring a mentee and a mentor together and start to uh, build that teammate connection and that relationship that we were talking about. So you work, I mean, obviously, like you said, right near, close to the children that yeah. are involved, right? The mentee side of things. Mm-hmm. How, what? How do they respond to this whole... I'm gonna at first. I'm gonna have a random person come, and we're gonna try to have a conversation, and we'll see how it goes. But that's going to be difficult for for young children sometimes. It can be, but um, living in middle school world, uh-huh. uh, you can uh, talk to anybody or reflect back to your own middle school days. Uh, there's not a time that isn't awkward. Yeah. And so when they get that chance, <laughs> that, they're that's like. True. You know, they come to my office and they're, oh my gosh, I might be in trouble. And yeah. I'm actually more overjoyed <laughs> to be like, hey, we have a great opportunity. Let me share some information about yep. it and then uh, really get a chance for them to connect. Because sometimes they've been waiting uh, a couple months for that mentor to come along. And when it happens, uh, the joy that you see in their face or the excitement, they're like, mm-hmm. hey, somebody really wants to meet me. And that awkwardness slips away really quickly, That's really cool. and they're really excited to meet that mentor. Once again, 402-464-5685, the Honda Looking Hotline, the Sarder Heyman text line, if you have any questions. We already have one question on there, but I want to sit tight with it, so give, give me a moment while we introduce and get to know our third, last but not least, guest here in the studio with me today, Ron Cunningham. Ron, now we have to shout out Ron because he's a season ticket holder for Nebraska Volleyball. And if, if, if you know, which I'm guessing you do, the folks that are listening, Nebraska's playing a pretty important uh, volleyball match right now as we speak. They are, just to give you guys an update, they're up almost two sets to none. They have set point right now. They're up one set to none, um, and there it is. So now Nebraska's up two sets to none, so we can breathe a little bit, Ron, um, while Nebraska's on the road at Creighton. But tell us, kind of, you're a mentor. You've been a mentor for a very long time. What got you into the idea of mentoring? Uh, well, I, I retired. I was retired, and um, my wife knows that I, I love being around young people. Mm-hmm. And she said, uh, you're always talking about being a mentor, and uh, you're always going to do it tomorrow. And yeah. she said, uh, uh, we signed up through our church at, when we were at church, and uh, she said, go over there today. And so I signed up and, and got started, and uh, 
Here I am. Here you are. Uh, okay, so question we have on a text line. Are there any type of teammates programs for homeschool children? So one of the miraculous things that came out of COVID, um, previously we were all in person. Mm-hmm. And when, when COVID hit, we had to make some modifications. Yeah. Um, and we did start doing some Zoom mentoring over that time. It was There was a learning curve for everybody, yeah. um, but we made it work. And the vast majority of our matches are now back to meeting in person. But we've found that there are some opportunities that we're able to take advantage of that we weren't before. For example, we have some mentors who are snowbirds. Mm-hmm. Um, and sometimes if, if we knew they were going to be gone for a long periods of time we would have to close that match well now we don't um and they meet over zoom for a couple of months or we have a couple of um mentors who are who started here in town and were going to unl and now are at the med center um studying to be to be doctors and if and you know sometimes they're able to make it back um Mm -hmm. but Sometimes they're not, and we can do that through Zoom. Um, we would prefer to have all of our matches meet in person just because relationships form so much better when you can be face-to-face. Um, but a lot of homeschoolers do have one class period or another that's at school, so if we can work it out that way, that's what we'll mm-hmm. aim to do. Ron, I want to ask you this. Um, how important is commitment from both sides of the relationship, from the mentee, and the mentor to, to be committed and want to do this thing and want to have a conversation and, and build a relationship. How important is, is the commitment from both sides in, in this? I think it's uh, extremely important, and I can tell it in the relationship I have with my uh, mentee. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's at the point now where see you next week, and uh, I can guarantee you that he's counting on me being there. And uh, that's the reason I do everything I can to make sure that I don't miss. And if I have a conflict, uh, the school's easy to work with. I choose another day uh, because I know it's important to him that uh, we get together because I I know he he likes it. And uh, he's just as committed uh, Mm -hmm. to me as well, I think. We talk about the social, like the social media day right now, the age that we are in right now and and how it was easier or not easier necessarily, but it was we were able to meet over zoom and things like that in the video chat. And I guess maybe, maybe Tanner, this is one for you. Now that we're, we're so centric on social media and, and everything revolves on our phones, on our tablets. I have a laptop in front of me right now. It's like, does it make it the conversations maybe more difficult or, or to have that, you know, that one-on-one conversation? Have you seen any of you guys, I guess, can answer this one. Now that we live in this day where it's texting, calling, Snapchat, Twitter, all that. Social media is, always has a, a part in, I would say, middle school middle mm-hmm. schoolers' lives. And for mentees and mentors, though, um, that communication is kind of separated where I get to be the median between that. Mm-hmm. And so that way when mentees and um, mentors are trying to uh, communicate between each other. I serve as a connection piece. So that way we kind of drowned out the outside noise and we can just really connect between. And so I kind of like to step back between those mm-hmm. times and, you know, connect that mentee and mentor so that they can build that relationship in a powerful passion that, you know, means something to each, each other. Expand on that. I mean, how rewarding is, I mean, do you go home at night and be like, all right, yeah, this is, this is what I did today. And, and there was a, a serious, like change that happened because of a role I played. 
with middle school, you know, sometimes we get to see that as a part of the process. Mm -hmm. We never get to maybe see that finish. But one of the things that always comes to mind is uh, a mentee and a mentor that I've had experience with um, before I was even in this position. Mm -hmm. And what had happened is they had built a relationship through elementary to middle school. And I, I had the pleasure of being a part of that and then went into high school. And one of the cool parts about that is, is that student had ended up uh, getting to that graduation point, the hype mm -hmm. and the excitement uh, that they were in. And one of the cool things is, is that uh, that mentee reached out to that mentor and I was still, you know, kind of a part of that conversation and had reached out and, you know, there are so many things that happened in a mentee's life in school, mm -hmm. but this mentee had reached out and stated, Hey, you know, the most important part of my experience at school was connecting with you and it means something and, uh, how you made me feel was more important. And when that mentee had reached out you know, that mentor, even I get a little bit choked up yeah. about it. It's really powerful. And, you know, to me, even though I wasn't the main concept of that um, part of that relationship, it was so proud. And to take something like that home and know that not only did you see that happen, but you were kind of a part of that mm -hmm. makes an impact on yourself. And that's why I think not only, you know, teammates, but also teachers and staff, mm -hmm. that's why we do it every day is to make an impact on students' lives. That that's whew, all right. That's awesome. Um, once again, you guys can t chime into the show 402-464-5685. This is kind of an hour that we want you guys to ask questions. So if you are interested in becoming a mentor, have questions about the process, how do you get involved? Please send us a text 464-5685. You can also comment on our video stream, Facebook, YouTube, Twitch, or Twitter as well. Going back to some of those cool and rewarding stories, how often do we hear those? Because obviously there's a little, there can be bad with good, and we'll get to that in, in due time. But how often do we get to hear those rewarding stories? I have a whole bank of those mm -hmm. stories. Well, okay, what's your, what, give, give us a couple, what are a couple favorites, if, if you can think of? Um, we have a mentee. So one of the things we like to talk about in, in teammates is the ripple effect of mentoring. Okay. That it's important and it's wonderful that it's a one-on-one -on -one relationship. Um, but you do affect the people around um, the other person in the relationship. Mm -hmm. So we had a mentee who wasn't very engaged at school, didn't have great attendance. Um, school just wasn't really his thing. Yeah. Um, and the mentor was able to to show him how important it was and, and encourage him to come to school for those for those meetings um, and over time really showed him how important school was well because that mentee's life improved um, because he started enjoying school the mentee's younger brother started enjoying school and becoming wow. more engaged well fast forward a few years the mentee went on to post-secondary went to college um, and the mentee's mom, who had a high school diploma, but, but that was as far as her education had gone, decided that, hey, yeah, school is important. And she went back to college. And Whoa. so that rebel effect, it, it can go so many directions. That's, that's awesome. All right, Ron, um, I, I'm curious because as, as somebody that's been in this for, for quite a while and, and um, lived an exciting life, you were telling me you've been on the radio, you've been a coach before and things like that. You've lived an exciting life, Ron. <laughs> Um, I, I don't want to hear anything different. Uh, I mean, looking back and now being able to use your wisdom um, for onto mentees. Number one, how valuable is that? But the number two, that how how much do you preach of? Listen, we we look at 
you know, things that happen in your life as lessons rather than mistakes and trying to put a positive spin on it? Well, I, I try and keep that uh, mind. Some of my, I was, when I, I taught high school uh, for five years and I was studying to be a counselor and I, I didn't like it because at that point in my life, I was, if you told me you had a problem, I wanted to tell you what to do about it. Yeah. And uh, so uh, that really helped me though in uh, being a mentor because now I try and concentrate on listening. I never try and pass judgment. I I don't set conditions, um, and the school that uh, my current mentee and I started at, uh, I'd hear the teachers say uh, one one uh, thing that always impressed me is that I'd hear them talking to different students, not necessarily my mentee, but they would always say, uh, could you have made a better choice? And uh, that really impressed me, and I, I use that on my grandsons uh, to this day uh, when maybe they, they don't make the choice that I like rather yeah. than uh, coming telling across them telling them how to do it. I say, uh, do you think you might have made a better choice? And, and so, yeah, I, I mainly try and be a good listener and be non, non-judgmental. Mm-hmm. I don't try and act ever. I don't try and let my eyeballs roll back when I hear something that maybe I shouldn't. Is that difficult? Is it? Is it difficult? Well, uh, it's probably more difficult as a parent thinking back than it is as a mentor. You know, that's but. that's all. So, OK, Tanner, out of the corner of my eye, I saw you kind of start to shake your head when he said the, the word listening. I mean, and, and Emily, I want you to speak on this a little bit as well. But I guess how hard is that? As not only a teacher, but when you when you are a mentor, that you have to remind yourself, all right, listen first and, and kind of approach it more cautiously, maybe than you would your initial act would want to be. Yeah, I'd be lying if I said it wasn't hard. <laughs> <laughs> it's a challenge, but I think through the practice of listening, you know, it happens at school, it happens outside of your life. Mm-hmm. You want to practice listening, and when you practice to listen uh, to others and really build a connection, you build empathy. And when you build empathy, you make true connections. Uh, empathy is showing that that mentee that you're there for them. And that no matter what it may look like outside of that day or um, outside of that school, um, showing them that that structure of that empathy and listening and really connecting with them really builds a relationship that's worth having. I, I guess I guess a question then is like, how, what's the easiest way if somebody that's listening just became a mentor or they want to, like I said, they're on the, they're on the fence. What is the easiest and quickest way to build a relationship with, with a mentee? I always start my meetings by asking my mentee what she's looking forward to mm-hmm. um, between now and when we're going to meet the next time. Like what's, what's coming up in your life? What's um, what are exciting things that are going to happen? And what are some good things that happened last week? And, gotcha. you know, some we don't always talk about good things. Yeah. I, I want her to feel open to talking about whatever she needs to talk about at that time. Um, but try to focus on what are you looking forward to? Mm-hmm. That feels like a good place to uh, possibly take a time out. When we come back, we will uh, continue this conversation, maybe get into some of the the, the, the brutal truth, the brutal realities uh, of working with, with mentees at times. I know Ron has a story he wants to share, and, and, and we'll get – uh, some other thoughts. And then I also want to talk to these three uh, about who's inspired them and, and why, why they initially go a little bit deeper into why they decided to join teammates, um, which is such an, such an awesome organization. So when we come back, we'll uh, talk to these three guests, Emma 
Emily, Tanner, and Ron a little bit more in depth. Nick Tanner with you guys as well. Want to hear your thoughts. Want to hear your questions. 402-464-5685. No better people to ask than the folks that are in the studio right now. We'll be right back. You're listening to 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Don't go anywhere. More of the teammates mentoring hour is minutes away on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. 